Hey guys, welcome to Mayor Studies, a podcast about John Mayer. I'm one of your hosts, Jill, here with Lucas. Your other host. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to episode two of Mayor Studies. Uh, we're so excited to have you. And before we even talk about Lucas's pick for this week. That's right. I want to talk about last week's episode. Are you okay with that, Lucas? Oh, I let's do warn it. You. Absolutely. So I'm on another podcast, and even though... Apartment 4D. Apart, thank you for the plug. Yes. Even though I think it's... A new girl podcast. I think it's universal that everyone hates the sound of their own voice, right? Mm -hmm. For some reason, when I would edit Apartment 4D, my voice didn't bother me like that much. Okay. My voice mm -hmm. against your voice... It is so awful because oh, you have, no. like you have like a lot of I don't know if it's bass and I'm so squeaky <laughs> and like the happier and laughier I get the squeaky the higher I it go. gets yeah and I was listening to it I'm like if anyone even listens to episode two I just thank you and uh, I'll try to sound deeper I don't know <laughs> just gotta put some more bass in your voice right bass it up no um I think that's a very universal feeling I yeah. have the same feeling I've heard my voice a lot so I'm kind of used to it now sure but definitely in the beginning. Uh, everyone kind of feels that way, like because it's yeah. not how your voice sounds in your head. Oh no, I'm a beautiful singer in my head. Right? I have a great speaking voice. You have voice. all this natural resonance that happens in your skull that only you get to hear. Yeah, but then now, now I'm even hearing it listening to you talk, so I'm very self-conscious about it. But... Oh, I, I, you should not be. You're wonderful. You are incredible. <laughs> that and, brings me to my second point, which is okay. <laughs> that my sister called me and she says. You were saying all those really nice things about me. Like, mm -hmm. I want to do the podcast. Like, you Jill has this other one, whatever. And then you segued into that some of those things about me are that I'm, like, organized and a go-getter. Yeah. And instead of, like, taking a moment to compliment you back, I was like, oh, unlike you. <laughs> because you're illustrating the point, like, that we still want to start the podcast if I hadn't, like, been like, okay, let's move right, it. Let's do sure. it. And so I just want to, like, go on record as saying I think you're awesome also. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now that Heather pointed out, I rudely was like, yeah, like, basically you suck is what I said. It, it's, Sorry. To it's totally fine. I am not, like, desperate for compliments. But I'll take them. <laughs> I'll take them. Send as many as you want my way. Speaking of compliments, Ooh. I also want to thank everybody who uh, hit us with the fan mail, who was yes. in the DMs, who was giving us... Um, positive reviews or just reviews in general like uh, we really appreciate it I was really amazed at how many of you listened to episode one right I'm really really thankful and if you're here that means you liked episode one enough to stick around for episode two so that's the real the real marker of success exactly episode two numbers so thank you to all of you uh, for coming back to listen to me do another episode with my amazing wonderful <laughs> glorious oh, incomparable co-host I think you're awesome too hey thanks so with that why don't you share what you picked for this week's song oh i picked gravity excellent choice actually. yes so gravity was originally released on uh, the john mayer trio album uh it's called try it's released in 2005 that's the first time we heard gravity mm -hmm. then it was released again a studio version on continuum which came out in 2006 right and then again he released it for the third time on the live album where the light is with the actual name of that album comes from a line yeah. in gravity so for me, the definitive version is the continuum version. So that's the version that I'm going to be referencing. Oh, okay. Yes. But I, I acknowledging that there are other versions out there and yeah. you may prefer well, we'll one over the other. That. Okay, yeah. for yeah. sure. But for me, it's the continuum studio recording is the one that it means, you know, that's the definitive the version for me. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. I never even thought about the other ones when I was writing it down. It just, to me, that's on that album. I well, hey, you're, well, I, I agree with you. I think yeah, you're right. Yes, you do. I think you're right. <laughs> Good thing we're like-minded. Yep. So before we get into the song, we have to talk about John in the news. I don't know. I went back and forth about this. I didn't know if we should bring John's dating life oh, into the podcast. Oh, please do. Okay, Definitely. we should. If you looked at my Instagram post, 
on on the questionnaire that you said and get to know the host that you said. Yeah. Me. I I, I'm, I did look at it. I'm the one who posted it. Right. So I'm, I'm a fan of John's dating life. Okay. That's right. Oh, I know what you're referencing. Yeah, okay. let's do it. So uh, you can head now to Now you our all have to go to the Instagram, Instagram to figure out what we're talking about. It's like that was a perfect plug. It's at uh, Mare Studies. Um, so there's this account on Instagram pronounced Dumois. Okay. Have you heard of it? I'm not familiar with it. It's like a modern day gossip girl. Oh, okay. If you will. And people send them like blind items or email them. Like she has sources who she knows she can trust. And like I could, so I it's could like say, the shade room. No, well, no, well, kind of. But I could like send her something because I went to a restaurant and I saw two people on a date that were famous. I could also send her something that says John Mayer is going to be on the Mayer Studies podcast next week. Like she will post it either way and mm-hmm. kind of reference. You know, I, I this one's a reliable source. I don't know about this one. Okay. So my cousin followed it. She told me about it. And they talk about John Mayer's dating life, uh-huh. which doesn't really have anything happening right now that I'm aware of, so much. I thought I was the only person who cared. <laughs> I thought I was the only person who had a crush on him. <laughs> wow. Turns out you just realized you've got a ton of competition out there. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Everyone has a special connection. Anyway, yeah. he was recently on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen as the bartender because it was okay. like a last minute add-in. Oh, fun. And this girl named, I don't watch Summer House, I don't know what it is, Sierra or Sierra Miller was there. And people were saying they were like eye flirting. Oh, they use another word that starts with an F. Right. Kid friendly podcast. Um, and Although, then, according to our demographics, no kids are listening to it yet. Well, my son's in the next room. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's kid friendly. He's like 17, so I'm not sure what I'm worried about. Anyway, so they said that there was like a vibe between them, and mm. people were like, oh, I think they're dating. So someone called into Andy's podcast. Uh huh. And asked him, and he's like, no, John left with me. I think he thinks she's beautiful because she is, but nothing really happened. But I'm like, is Andy going to tell us? That's bro code, man. Because that's early on. It's not like, well, they've been dating for six months, and yeah, I feel like comfortable sharing. Like, if he asks for her number, he's going to be like, well, yeah, actually. Andy's not going to give that info up. Yeah, so that's that's my John in the news segment. All right, I'm going to have to Google who this person is now. in my In my head, she's blonde. No, no, she's oh. African American. Oh, and she is stunning. Wow. Yeah. So if you know anything about co- previous comments that John has made about his I thought preferences, that was interesting too. it is yeah. very interesting. Yeah, and she, I guess she's a nurse. Mm-hmm. But then I'm assuming Summer House is a reality show because it's Bravo. I don't know anything about it. I'm um, sorry. So no, I'm just like like literally just making it up as I go. So oh, okay. I think it's a reality show because. Um, he, I guess Andy said something about, like, you're a nurse and you look like that. And, like, immediately dialed oh, it back and apologized. Like, right. of course nurses can be attractive. Right. But to look at her, you'd think, oh, for sure, she's just, like, an Instagram model or something. Right. But apparently she's very multifaceted, gorgeous, and a nurse. Oh, good for I her. I mean, I'm not saying he should date her, to clarify. I'm saying... Well, speaking about uh, also his dating life uh-huh. and also Instagram accounts, I just started following this Instagram account. Mm-hmm. That's not an occult. It's an account <laughs> called uh, John Mayer Banter. Ooh. I've seen Do you follow that, that one? one? No. And so it's just. I think our account does though. Okay. Yeah. It's just a lot of stuff like from they says from stage like fan mm-hmm. recorded, mm-hmm. and somebody at one of the recent shows held up a sign that says "I want to be your next ex girlfriend." Oh my god, that's awesome. And his response to that is, "I'm not going to have another ex girlfriend." Oh, so when he dates me, we're going to get married. So he was like, "I'm just going to be like, I see you, you see me, we're together. That's it. 
you know. Wow. So, yeah. I better I better meet him again fast. Right. Oh, speaking of, we did get a couple DMs like, hey, Jill, how do you have a picture with John Mayer? Oh, yeah. And I'm saving that. Save that story. Honestly, it's going to have to be a bonus episode because I am not fitting that into five minutes. I'm telling it from top to bottom. Well, I'm really excited to tell you my gravity story then. Yeah, we should segue into actually right. talking about it. So song bio. Yeah, okay. So this is, uh, we're talking about the continuum version, mm-hmm. which is going to have the, continu- the continuum personnel. So Steve Jordan on drums, okay. who was also the drummer for the Try record. Mm-hmm. Um, Pino Palladino on bass, who's the bass player on like all of the stuff. Yes. Um, so the three of them, when I listen to this song, for me, the signature sound of the song is mm-hmm. that rivet ride cymbal that Steve hits right out the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for the demonstration. It just rings forever. It's just, it's the sound. Um, so Gravity is a really, really influential song within the music community. Really? Very much so. So let me tell you my Gravity story. Okay. Oh, it's up top. Yeah. Okay. Um, this just explains like the reach that this song has within the music community and mm-hmm. how like m- musicians all know this song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I played on a song called Deep Lines Among the Shallows mm-hmm. uh, for an artist called Legion of Decency. Mm-hmm. Good friend. I really love the song. I'm very proud of it. It's available on oh, anywhere where nice. this is available. You can find it. There's also a music video on YouTube that you can check out. Uh, I love the song. And it has it has some similarities to Gravity. But, mm-hmm. um, anyways, uh, I played it, the, uh, the drums on it, and then later on another person came in and played guitar on it. Mm-hmm. And I was we, neither one of us like worked together when that happened. Okay. So I ran into him later after the song was done and I'd heard it. And I was like, dude, I really love what you play on the guitar. It's super great. Mm-hmm. He's like, thanks. I was like trying to channel like Gravity by John Mayer. And I was like, Aww. that's so funny because that is the exact song that I was thinking of when I played it. Really? Yes. So for whatever reason, this song, and it doesn't necessarily sound like Gravity. Yeah. They're in the same time signature and mm-hmm. roughly about the same tempo. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my, but it was just like, you hear something in 6-8 that's kind of at that tempo and we immediately kind of go to Gravity. Sure. One step further. Oh, so, multi-step story. Yeah, so this song, Deep Lines Among the Shallow, is uh-huh. on the next Legion of Decency album that I think is coming out in June. Okay. Um, so you'll be able to hear that. Another song that's on that record, the guitar part was played by Doug Pettibone. Mm-hmm. Now, you may not know who he is, but he played guitar for John Mayer on the Born and Raised tour. Ooh. So that means I'm on the same album. <gasps> I didn't play on the same song, but I'm on the same album as a guy who played on tour with John Mayer. That is cool. So I know the Legion of Decency. Mm-hmm. The Legion of Decency knows Doug Pettibone. <laughs> Doug Pettibone knows John Mayer. There's is our that, six degrees. Is that better than a picture with him like That's I our have? six degrees. <laughs> no, I think your picture probably tops it, but... That, uh, is that the story you wouldn't tell me? Uh, uh, that one I was just saving for the podcast. Yeah, yeah so Lucas and I actually are becoming better friends because the podcast and mm-hmm. John reconnected, if you will. But now he's not talking to me because he wants to save it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, can't give all my good stuff out for free. <laughs> for free. Do it on air. Okay, so that's going to bring us to favorite or notable versions. I think you've made very clear which mm-hmm. version you prefer. Uh, have I? Let's see, I prefer... So I feel like it's worth mentioning, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the Alicia Keys mashup with Questlove. Yes. I don't know, they were in New York, I don't know what it was for. I think it's New Year's Eve. Is it New Year's Eve? I think it was, I don't know if it was the Dick Clark Rockin' Eve, Mm -hmm. but it was one of those New Year's Eve shows. Yeah, it seems like that kind of vibe. Yeah. And I... I mean, I just think it's so beautiful. I think mm-hmm. everyone likes Alicia Keys. Like, that doesn't make me special. It's pretty mm-hmm. universal. But I would listen to it at work. Like, I would look it up on YouTube mm-hmm. and then, like, play it and keep playing it over and over again. I'm assuming you like the version? Or you're really only continuum? No, I don't really love it. And let me What? Ex- why not? Let me explain why. Quest okay. loves there. Alicia For Keys sure. is there. 
For they're sure. vibing. And they're all very talented. I yeah. love Quest. See, I was getting high-pitched again. I love Leisha. Did you hear that? Get as high as you want. Okay. Get as high as you want. The people love it. They love it when you get squeaky. Um, John wrote the song. Mm-hmm. It's written in his key. Oh, it's I'm, not in Alicia's key at like all. Things like that aren't going to bother me. She, it, it's so hard for her to sing, and it's mm-hmm. just it's uncomfortable because it's out of her range. She she's an amazing singer, and so she's doing a great job. But you can hear when she sings the when she sings Gravity. Gravity. Yeah. It she's and uh, this is I, I hate criticizing people who are like much much bigger stars than me, but Alicia is sometimes <laughs> she's, pitchy. She's a little bit more well known than you are. It's oh, one hundred percent. But she is sometimes pitchy live. Uh-huh. That's like you can watch her performances and people will back me up. Yeah. And so, like, that's just a hard note for her to hit. So mm-hmm. it's just, I know she's uncomfortable singing it. Yeah. You can even see it on her face if you watch the video, which is, it's just, she knows she didn't quite get to that I note. I really listened to the video. But I will say that I felt like something was off, mm-hmm. but I figured it was an outdoor coldness trying to sing oh, okay. thing. I mean, I don't understand singing, but I hear that elements can have an effect on you. For sure. So I was chalked it up to that. And this is no knock against Alicia Keats. She's no, incredibly obviously. talented. But the song's yeah. not in her key, yeah. right? That's the, the, the male-female duets are often hard because their yeah. voices are in such different ranges. Mm-hmm. So so that's why for me, I, 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 it's uncomfortable listening to it because I know it's so uh, so hard for her. Well, and off topic, but on topic, I just think their friendship's really cute also. So Absolutely. That's the reason I like we it. should actually, I would be down to do Lessons Learned, Lesson Learned oh, as, as one okay. of our songs because even though it's yeah. technically on Alicia Keys' album, yeah. it screams John Mayer Very all over so. it. It's yeah. basically a John Mayer song that she sang. That's, so. good. that's a good idea. Yeah. The other version I want to mention is from TikTok. Oh, okay. So, and John shared this. Okay. I saw it before he shared it, but it, it just about killed me when he shared it. And I've seen a lot of people do it now because it's not, it's a pretty obvious concept. But this woman was illustrating how her baby could not sit up. Okay. And so she put him on the couch and he would tip over and fall and she played oh. the gravity and I don't, it just, it killed me. I love a good baby TikTok. And then when John shared it, I just died. I thought, oh my gosh, that's just weird to think about how they see the content people post. I right, guess. Yeah. Like, this is cute enough for me to share. That's awesome. So it's not a version, but right. it's a, a notable mention. And um, I just want to say to make everyone jealous that during the Search for Everything tour, I was at the forum when John, for his second set, uh-huh. in the opening act, it was just two sets of John, all John. Oh, that's awesome. Played Continuum in order. The entire record? Yes. like And there's special wow. t-shirts. No, there's special t-shirts at Madison Square Garden. So I knew it was a possibility that could happen. Right. And then he came to LA, and I don't know if he had one or two shows, and I... I like just like the logo or not the logo but the cover art like mm-hmm. came on the screen and I was like oh my gosh yes because if I had gone to a John Mayer show and he'd only played Continuum I would have felt robbed uh-huh. because there's so many songs right but because it was two sets of John's and opening act I got a John Mayer concert with a mix of songs and then Continuum which included Edge of Desire which was important to me and then I got Continuum and I just felt like I was the luckiest girl in the world that's awesome I you know Continuum is my favorite record of his and it's not even close um, I think that that album is great. But see, I also think I think that's another topic for another day because I really am getting into Born and Raised, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's almost there with Continuum. You know, and I don't like the look on your face. <laughs> we should have done a YouTube video. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I I will fix Change my face. face. <laughs> I will fix my face immediately. My apologies. All right. So so Jill, what does this song mean to you? I feel like I'm gonna drop the ball on this one. Okay. I've never... I'll pick it up. That's why your co-host okay. is here. I'm here to support you. I like love the song. I like to sing it, and I wanted to stay authentic to the podcast. So okay, I was like, okay well, I could Google it right. and I could figure out what John was talking about, or I could make up a meaning to it. I've never had like a strong personal tie. I will say it's obviously about you know overcoming an obstacle, but the the line, and I don't want to skip ahead to the line that is my favorite or whatever. But one of the lines that stands out to me is just about like what makes you 
who's already happy, like dream of ways to throw it all away, like get in your own way. Right. So to me, it sounds like, oh, it's a song about something getting in your way. And then all of a sudden you're talking about yourself getting in your way. And I don't have like a lot of deep thoughts about it. So Not that I don't enjoy your pick. It's right. just a song I sing and I don't really... I just think about the baby now. <laughs> okay, okay. The TikTok is taken over. I take it very literal about mm -hmm. gravity. <laughs> well, so when we talked about New Light, I think mm -hmm. in contrast to that, what I my main point that I kept talking about with New Light is that I didn't really believe him. I didn't really buy the premise of the song. Right. It was very inauthentic. Both the video and mm -hmm. the song are mm -hmm. kind of inauthentic. Mm -hmm. I 100% believe him on this song. That he's This song fighting. is yeah. absolutely dripping in authenticity. Mm -hmm. And I relate to it. Mm -hmm. I understand it. Um, he had a great quote, and I'm not going to get it right word for word. You guys can Google it if you want to get it right. But he said it. This is from a video uh, he said on stage where mm -hmm. he said this is the most important song he's ever going to write. Wow. Um, and he's like, I'm going to sing it to myself every day for as long as I have to. Mm -hmm. That his full-time job isn't being a musician. Mm -hmm. His full-time job is not screwing everything up. Mm -hmm. And the musician mm -hmm. is the side gig, right? Yeah. Um, and he's been, obviously, if you know his history, as we obviously do, yeah. he's been through the kind of roller coaster of fame and yeah. public opinion and everything. And so this idea that there is this force pushing against him, mm -hmm. against him being successful, mm -hmm. is something I really relate to. When I was younger, I used to believe that, I ascribe to the theory that you pay for every bit of happiness that you get. Hmm. And that means whether ahead of time or after, that the universe was kind of seeking equilibrium. Mm -hmm. And that it would give you happiness, but then you'd have to pay for that with some sadness sure. in the future. Um, I don't believe that anymore. Mm -hmm. And I basically my life's goal at this point is to unbalance that equation as much as possible, mm -hmm. right? To get as much happiness out of it while knowing that there is this drive towards sadness, yeah. towards misery. And that's just kind of part of being human. You know, mm -hmm. the Buddhists would say that like desire is what makes life miserable, that desiring makes makes life hard like life hard. And that's that line he says there where uh it's wanting more yeah. is gonna bring me to my knees. Yeah. That sense of like, oh, you know, trying to find contentment in where you are. Maybe that's why I have trouble with this song because I'm a fairly content person. Maybe that's why it doesn't speak to me the way it did to you? I don't know. I love that for you. Thank you. I love that for myself. <laughs> I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty content with it. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely, uh, you know, I, I envision my life as kind of like a bubble, right? Mm -hmm. So you start and it's like this machine that's blowing the bubble. Mm -hmm. And the better things go, like the bigger it gets. And you're like, okay, I can take up more room. I can take I thought you were going to say it's going to pop. I'm worried about the bubble popping. Well, and eventually you get to this point where you're you're like, oh, yeah, I'm bigger. And you get too far and uh -huh. you hit an object or something yeah. and it pops. Yeah. And you're like, I got too big. Mm -hmm. I wasn't, I, I wasn't, that wasn't sustainable. Mm -hmm. I can't be the big. So you start over again and you get small for a while mm -hmm. and you go back to square one and your home base and then you kind of sort of build on that again and you keep trying to get bigger. And each time you try and make your base a little bit bigger. So it's a little bit more sustainable, you know, and I feel like that's just a pattern that I go through in my life over yeah. and over again. And so when I see this, I really relate to that idea of something working against me, something trying to bring me down mm -hmm. and my job in life is to not screw it up, which I do over and over and that over makes me again. Feel terrible for you and John. Oh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it just makes me feel really bad. Well, you've known me a long time. You you've seen these cycles. No, I've you've seen, seen the where I've done well and, and I have not done well. I would definitely say that your personality, a lot of the way you talk and the mm -hmm. way you think, is actually very similar to John Mayer. I've noticed similarities for years. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me the parallels there. Yeah. 
And so he, when he ends it with like with just keep me where the light is. I love know? that. Yeah. That's that's very much like yeah. I want to be good. Mm-hmm. I want to be good. I know that I'm going to get too big for my britches, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do something dumb, or I'm yeah. going to say the wrong thing, or I'm going to reach too high, you know, um, and I'm going to mess up. I'm going to have to start over again, or at least shrink back a little bit, take a couple steps back. Yeah. Figure out what I did wrong. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What I did wrong and try to move forward. So this song, I 100% understand. It very much feels like my life um, and something that I relate very, very strongly to. Probably why you picked it. (laughs) Yeah. For a song. Maybe something to that, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So um, that brings us into, we already dived into the lyrics, dove into the lyrics a little bit, but why don't you kick it off then with your favorite? Do you have one favorite? Is that too hard for you? I don't have one favorite here. It's not just Keep Me Where the Light Is. I think it's a a universal favorite. Yeah, so, you know, Keep Me Where the Light Is actually one of the ideas that we had thrown around for the name of the podcast, Mm -hmm. Uh, but I opted not to use it because it's the name of the live album. Right. Um, but it's great. I do love that idea of trying to stay uh, in the light, trying to stay on the right side of things. That's something that matters very, very deeply to me, to mm-hmm. do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm someone who, when I don't do the right thing, or when I thought I did, but then turns out later I didn't, it just it really weighs on me. So I, I like love that idea of like trying to stay where the light is. But also the opening verse, gravity is working against me. Mm-hmm. Gravity wants to bring me down. Mm-hmm. One of those two is my favorite because I, I, I really, really relate to. Interesting. Yeah. So I wrote Just Keep Me Where the Light Is because I think a lot of people, I mean, I know it's a favorite of mine, but a lot of people like it. But my, my real answer, because I feel like I need to address what the people like, if uh-huh. that makes sense. Like right. if we didn't talk about it, they'd be like, why didn't you say this? Um, is I'll never know what makes this man with all the love his heart can stand. Dream of ways to throw it all away because mm-hmm. I think we've just all known someone who is Can't get out of their own way. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and I'm I'm not that way, but I've definitely had a lot of people in my life who are, and it's like, man, things were just going good for you. What are you even doing right now? Right. Why would you blow this up intentionally almost? It's a very, that's why I guess I don't, because it's frustrating for me to right. watch people do that. So I don't think that I'm self-destructive. I oh, don't no, think I that I have that. that. No, but what I'm saying is I do relate to this a little bit. Mm-hmm. More more so actually in uh, Carry Me Away, which I'm sure mm-hmm. we're going to cover at some point. That is, yeah. that is you understand that song, you understand me. Yes. So there is there is a level of where, like, I get bored, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not that I want things to go badly. Yeah. I just need, I need a new problem to solve. Mm-hmm. I need a new challenge. So you make one? It's not that I, it's not that I make one, but it would be like um, let's try something new, right? Mm-hmm. And you, let's not let's go out of our safety zone. Mm-hmm. Let's go out of the comfort zone. Okay. And sometimes that goes great, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you end up on a podcast with. I was a, just about to say that you beat me to it. With an, with an award winning podcaster. <laughs> I won several like, awards. I'm just gonna go with your lies. Yes, now. <laughs> exactly. With like a world famous, internationally renowned podcaster. Write that co-host. into that dem, dem, whatever it's called account, Dumois. Right. <laughs> Um, so I yeah I understand that I, I again I think I have like just you know it's the dose that makes the poison right yeah I have just a little bit of it mm-hmm. I have the carry me away version of it I yeah. don't think I have full on like Gravity trying to throw my life away stuff okay. at least well, I hope not that's good to hear and I do um, so the uh, speaking of that the line twice as much ain't twice as good mm-hmm. I uh, I 100% believe that that there is a level where mm. you can have too much and it's just it's just too much like money. No, like, like ice anything. cream. No, Yo, I have Shoes? I have the best story about this line. It is the best story about twice as much ain't twice as good, and I can never ever tell it on the podcast. <laughs> I guess DM Lucas directly for that. No, one. and if I told, I, uh, I think, uh, man, it's so great. Anyways, yes, 
from personal experience, sometimes twice as much isn't twice as good. I'll okay, we'll just leave it at that. Yep. Uh, listener feedback and questions. I came with it since I Thank you. Please managed do. Instagram. Appreciate that. I don't want to say it. What? It's about John's hair length and how people voted with you. Um, I think the world needs to know, Jill. I'm mad at you all. I think need, the world needs to know which one of us has their finger on the pulse of the people. Technically, we're both wrong. So let me just tell the people what happened. We put up a debate. Which hairstyle do you prefer, long or short? 54% prefer John with longer hair and 46 with shorter hair. Although one person wrote in and said to me, I clicked the wrong one and I'm not good at math, so I don't know how that changes the percentages. <laughs> but it's stronger on my side. Okay. Find one more. Okay. It was a tight race. My mom also didn't know how to vote, so she just DM'd me her answer. Nice. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's 100% accurate. But then this account, at John Mayer's hair, who was oh my God. literally, perfect. have you seen it? I have not, but I'm sure that's Comedy. perfect. Um, it's a lot now of him running his fingers through his medium He does that hair, a lot now. I, I like that. Yeah. Do you remember when I used to do that? Yes. When I had long hair? Constantly. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, so she, someone left a comment on, she shared her poll. Oh, you know what? Maybe it's a he. I don't know. The person who runs that account shared the poll. And another person commented, like, well, this isn't a picture of him with long hair. This is a picture from a concert a couple weeks ago. So this mm -hmm. is his medium hair. His long hair was on, like, Paradise, Paradise Valley, Valley or Born and Raised. And I was like, oh, that make a really good point. So we put up another poll, and it was 15% for long hair, 48% for medium hair, which is the current hairstyle, 37% mm -hmm. short, which, again, unfortunately, would make Lucas, by a close margin, quote-unquote, I mean, not right, because there's no right or wrong answer, but, like, more in line with what the people in who touch follow with Instagram the, are. The whatever. pulse of the people. I hear the voice of the people in my ears, Jill. I just think for a guy who's experimented with his hair so much, you're mm -hmm. just more tolerant. Yeah, because I've had all the lengths. I've had my hair the same length since I was in eighth grade. Right. So I think that's why. I think John and I are on rever on reverse journeys. Like, Literally. The longer his hair shorter. gets, the shorter yeah. mine gets. Yeah, <laughs> totally. for sure. And so... If, for the record, if yeah. you check my Instagram comment, I told you that when medium was an option, I chose medium because I do prefer his current level hair. Yeah, well, like you to, like, saying Paradise things Valley. after they happen doesn't make it right. Like a broken clock is right yeah. twice a day too. Lucas. I voted in the poll, all right? I don't. I, <laughs> At least you knew how. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shout out to me for understanding how to use the poll. I clicked the wrong one. I'm like, what? How? Guys, help me out. <laughs> okay, so um, we get to rate the song now. Yeah. So Jill. Lucas. This song. Mm-hmm. Gravity. Mm-hmm. Is this the John Mayer who sings the quiet songs? Or is this the John Mayer who turns the ladies on? 100% quiet songs. Agreed. Yeah. We I don't are, think there's a lot to, yeah. to debate about that. It's, it's just such an authentic and real song to me. Mm -hmm. He actually said he, the line came to him in the shower. Really? Yeah, he was in That's the shower. That's my best thoughts, too. Me, too. Or driving. You know, I... So if this is a little behind the scenes. You don't know this. I shower before every one of these episodes. Every one of all two? Yes. But like, that's the thing. Like I take a shower first because I feel like it, it helps me clear my mind. I and did like, know really that. Think about because it. last time you were like, I'm going to be late. I went to the gym and took a shower. And then today you said, I'm going to be 15 minutes late. And you were so 30 I went minutes to the, late. So I went to the gym and took a <laughs> and shower. I, like, I bet he's because he had to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> so I sensed it. Yeah. Yeah, I was at the gym earlier when you were asking, are you going to be late? I was like, no, I'm going to be fine. I'm at the gym already. But then. <laughs> we're lucky this podcast ever even happened. Yes. Uh, you um, have so to yes, ask the next one. Totally agreed. Quiet song. So, 
how much does this song make you love Jill? Uh, Jill oh, not Jill. I know you love Jill. Oh, I said I'm content. I'd who say doesn't love, love Jill? We all love Jill. I defy you to find anyone who does not love Jill. I could give you a list off air. Defy you. <laughs> I could think of uh, three people right now. <laughs> but Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? On a scale of one to five. Yes, which is what you decided you were going to use at the last episode. For now. Until yeah, okay. I think of something more clever. Fair enough. I'm going to give it a three. Oh, okay. Do I think this is a beautiful song? Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to clarify, I'm not rating the song mm -hmm. a three. I'd probably rate it a five. Um, it's just the self-destructive line right. that doesn't make me think like, like you don't want to sign up for that, if right. you will, when you're talking about love, mm -hmm. which is what we're talking about in this question. But I do love and strive to be myself love when people are self-aware yeah like i think if you have flaws no problem if yeah. you're like aware well we all have flaws but like major issues if you're aware of them and you're working on them you're like hey this is this is what i do this is why here's how i'm working on it kind of like at work like here's a mistake i made right here's how i'm fixing it so that's the the back and forth i have from that you know there's absolutely nothing that bothers me more about myself then when I realize I have a moment of not being self-aware. That's the worst. It's like embarrassing. Yeah. When I like was, you should know you. Yeah. That that is nothing bums me out more than that. Like, yeah. Oh, like if I know I'm being kind of a knucklehead, like knucklehead. that's that's one thing. But yeah. if it's like, oh, I had no idea mm -hmm. I was a knucklehead mm -hmm. and I find out afterwards, I hate that. Um, does this make you love John Mayer? Am I supposed to ask it back? Oh, you can if you want. Yeah. I mean, so does there... it make you want to be friends with him, I guess? There, so I don't know if that makes me want to be friends with him. There are a handful of his songs that, you know, really feel like me. Mm -hmm. They, when he's, that was my first experience with John Mayer was like downloading Room for Squares on LimeWire mm -hmm. and listening to it and listening to like songs like 3 by 5 and No Such mm -hmm. Thing mm -hmm. and like, that's exactly how I feel. He's very good at capturing an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. I think of his music as the soundtrack to my life, literally. Wow. Okay. Because I mean, I was young enough that more interesting part of my life was starting to happen uh -huh. that the first time okay so this this really dates me and the album so my best friend amy mm -hmm. who also is involved in the story of when i meet john mayer so oh, remember right. her name although I, i'll slip and call her mamers her nickname yes thank you for clarifying i, I almost i almost was like shout out to mamers but i was like oh you called yeah. her amy on the episode. no she didn't know all right um she listened to the first podcast she oh hey so, yeah. now Hi, for, amy. so now for real shout out to mamers <laughs> some and then other people who weren't our friends and family also listened which was exciting nice <laughs> so mamers's dad like was at blockbuster and just straight up randomly bought an album because if you remember that's kind of what you did like you would, you could go listen like with headphones on, right? You know what I mean. Like, but there was were, a lot of like blind purchases, like they're, they're based totally on the cover blind, art, or... which now seems insane. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he bought that for her, and she was like, "Oh, I my dad bought me this, this CD at Blockbuster. Like, I think you'd like it." And I was like, "No, because you know, blind again, so right. I didn't know." And she's like, "No, it's his name's John Mayer. Like this real this one song you're gonna love. It's really clever, and it was my stupid mouth." Oh my god! And when he's like, "I'm not speaking up again," and it goes silent, and yeah. he says one more thing. I was the like, best moment in recorded music. I love that moment so much. <laughs> and it was so early on. Yeah. And he had to talk somebody into letting him do that. Like, And I was like, okay, this guy's for me. Like, And then I became obsessed with him. So every time I see her dad, I'm mm -hmm. like, I just want to remind you that you're the reason I have this weird obsession with nice. John Mayer. And he has no memory of even buying it. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so his lyrics are definitely what brings people to the party, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what and brings the boys to the space. yard. But this song, I think Gravity also illustrates how great of a music melody writer oh, is that he is. what they stay for okay yeah because <laughs> that opening guitar line yeah to gravity 
instantly recognizable. Yes. You know, like Distinct. instantly recognizable. It's a guitar line that you can hear and instantly mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. this is gravity. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I think this song really illustrates, he's just, that's why he's John Mayer because mm-hmm. he's not just a gifted lyricist. He's also a gifted songwriter as far as writing music sure. and yeah, he's great. Okay. What discussion questions do you have? All I wrote down was to remember to brag that I got to hear Continuum Live in Order, which is not a question, it's a statement, and I've that's, already handled it, so my mission phenomenal. for the podcast is complete. What about you, Lucas? Uh, so the last line of the song is just keep me where the light is. Yeah. Jill, where's the light for you? My kids. Yeah. Probably. Um, also, I think that it took me a long time to become content. Yeah. Because of like, you know... Some disruptive, traumatic life things. For sure. And some real protective of said contentness now, not to bring it back to why I don't identify with the song. Mm-hmm. And so I think like staying in that, like protecting your mental health and yeah. your healthy space and who you associate with, um, that that's that's probably it. But but yeah, it's it's definitely my kids because there's nothing cooler than which you'll experience soon. When your kids like really like high school age, like start to become adults and like do their own thing and just mm-hmm. oh, it's just so fascinating. Right. Because one, you're like, shouldn't you be letting me boss you around? <laughs> <laughs> About where you can wear a blanket and where you can't wear a blanket. <laughs> Inside joke, yes. Oh. And then two, it's like, wow, I helped guide like it's all them, their mm-hmm. success, but I helped kind of them along the way. What right. about you? That's a great question. That's beautiful. Um, well, I love your answer. Thank you. And I think one, one thing that we're going to get into in future songs mm-hmm. is that you and I have had categorically similar experiences. Okay. And you handled it infinitely better than I did. <laughs> so, I can't agree with you because my sister's going to get mad again. <laughs> so a lot of it is going to be about, uh, you know, in future songs, we can get to the sad stuff. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I really screwed this up because I was in such a bad place. And you're going to be like. Just, I handled it really well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I did it really healthy. And I was like, yeah, same. Same-sies, yeah. Um, so anyways. Um, That's an interesting point, if you know us. Right? Yeah. So the, the light for me, like, you know, when the bubble pops and I have to go small, uh-huh. it's very similar answer. Yeah. It's my kids are always, like, sure. ground. I love them so, so much. Mm-hmm. Like, that, I feel like I've failed at a lot of things in life. I don't feel like i failed as a father. I mean, I have moments where I'm not perfect, for sure. Oh, we all do. But on the overall thing, that's something that I feel like I show up for my kids. Yeah. Right? Um, I, just, I, I just love them. They're awesome. So that the other thing, honestly, as this is as weird as this sounds, it's so opposite, is mm. being on stage. Oh, absolutely I, for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I, am, I am 100% extrovert. Mm-hmm. And so performing, being able to talk to people, meeting people, I love that. I get mm-hmm. so much joy out of that. Mm-hmm. So being on stage, especially with the boys, you know, when the, yeah. when the band's playing like that. That is uh, like the ha- the most fun that I have that we can talk about on the podcast. <laughs> I am um, on this kid friendly podcast. I will say that, as you know, mm-hmm. because you made it up, I quote, "I'm a party planner for dogs." Is what you yeah, think you really are. You are outstanding. Thank you can't you. you can't even hide it anymore, though. What was no, the title I of the last did thing? A party yeah, for exactly. <laughs> like you keep trying to deny it, but the last the last title of your last event was something like "Dog Party it was USA." Golden paws. Like uh, yeah. The Golden Paws Gala. So I work for an animal welfare nonprofit and I fundraise and do marketing and manage the volunteers, but part of that job is event planning. Uh-huh. And I will say that's similar to being on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm not on stage. I don't want to be the center of attention. I have like radio personalities and cool people be the center of attention. But like a successfully 
orchestrated event Mm -hmm. where I kept my expenses super low by convincing people to give me lots of free stuff and I raised a ton of money is, I don't know if it's where the light is, but it's like a high. Nice. Like being, not being successful because I'm not like uber successful. Like, oh, I have like fancy cars and a mansion. But you feel accomplished. Yeah, but like those smaller successes and and it's nice to do a job where you're like you, like we're making a difference where you're not just, not that there's anything wrong with just selling advertising or, or whatever. But like to come home at night and feel like, oh, I, I made money, I provided right. for my family, but also I helped some people with their pets, not with parties, with their medical bills. Right. <laughs> nice. Uh, do you have a second discussion question? I do. So kind of what I refer to with the song, does like does life seek its own level? Does the universe work towards equilibrium? Do you have to pay for every bit of happiness you get? What that are your thoughts like, on that? Those like five questions. It's just all me saying I can't decide the best way to say it, so I said the same thing three different times. <laughs> different words. Three different fancier, ways. Less yeah. fancier words in case I didn't understand. Right. <laughs> um, I never thought about that until I heard you talking. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, in my mind, while listening, active listening, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shoot, does every positive good thing that happens to you have a sad ending? And I was having trouble finding things that didn't. Uh. Sorry. So I don't know the answer because I'm very confused right now. I feel like I've just plunged you into an existential crisis <laughs> totally really, by accident. You really did. I was like, well, this, oh, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I think there is some inherent sadness in life just because stuff ends. Mm-hmm. And we tend to not like. All good things come to an yeah, end. Yeah, I really like that. So it's challenging. And like I said, I used to believe that. Now I'm working really hard to to beat the system, mm-hmm. to rig the system. I know there's going to be unhappiness in life, and I know there's going to be stuff that I can't control, which is why initially I didn't want to get married and I didn't want to have kids. Yeah, I remember that phase. Yeah, because I didn't want my happiness to be dependent upon somebody else. I didn't want somebody else to have that much control over how when happy I am. say it like that, it's terrifying. Right? Because yeah. when something's wrong with your kid, you oh know, my God, or your spouse, worst. it's just like, yeah. There is no, you don't know pain until something's wrong with your child or they're in danger. Oh my God. Now I'm, you're just like, I'm branding this on such a sour note. I'm so upset. I was having the best time. (laughs) So, okay. We got to bring it back then. We got to bring it back to happiness. So I heard continuum live in order. (laughs) Yes. Which I, which I, which I love. Actually, I don't know why I wasn't going to concerts. I don't go to concerts a lot. Honestly, I, I was been surprised forever. when I gave you the John Mayer tickets. It was the first time you'd it's seen the him. It's the first time I I'd, didn't realize that. It was the first concert I've been to since I saw Pink. I want to say it was like 2018. Mm, yeah, I remember you talking and about that. And so, because I, I went to concerts all the time when I was younger, just for a re- reference point. Several I've, Jimmy Eat World concerts together. I've seen them a dozen times. Yes. Uh, another one of my favorite bands, Emery, I've also seen a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I went to concerts constantly as a younger man. As an older man, older, <laughs> uh, I just don't, you know, have the stomach for right. standing around forever and ever. Yeah. But John was incredible. I thank you very much for the opportunity to go see him because it was it was dope. I know. I hope next time we can go see him together. That would be great, John. If you're listening, we slide some, some tickets passes. our way, buddy. Yeah, our seats were great. So you know, and hey, if you need someone to sit in and play Gravity, I can play the whole song. And if you need to find your future non ex girlfriend. There we go. I can come to the show. We are at John Mayer. We are at your service. I like. Could you imagine if you listened to one episode? I hope it's not this one where I'm like, yeah, I don't really get gravity. And you're all, (laughs) you said this is the most important song I've ever written. And I was like, man, I'm regretting being honest. (laughs) I hope, yeah, it's not. I hope it's not this one because also when we're just like sad all the time. But that's the beauty. That's art, right? That's art. The song reflects real things that are in life, and life isn't always, you know, dancing uh, in the in the bridge of new light. 
Sometimes it's just trying to stay where the light is. And... I'm just excited I picked Still Feel Like Your Man for the next song because it's just like all... No, you know, it's kind of sad too. <laughs> Darn it. Well, you know what? You guys got to pick the next one. Not the Not next, the next one. one. The but next, the next, next one, next one. The after one after the next one. But you can go Episode to... four. We could actually put a number to oh, it. Oh, yeah, Episode that makes four. more sense. There you go. You could go to Instagram in the very near future, though, and vote on it because we're going to get the information early so we can prepare. Probably by the time this podcast is live, right? Yeah, yeah. So head over to Atmere Studies on Instagram and you can send us a message or look for the post or the story where you can put in what song you guys want to hear. And I think I was excited to pick a song. I know you were, but I'm actually really excited for someone that's not us to pick it. Do you have a prediction as for what they're going to pick? Slow dancing in a burning room. I was gonna say the Which same thing. Which would be my next pick, but I just thought I should keep it light. And now yeah. that we've done gravity, now I that I took that... gravity and took it all the way down, I'm glad I that the next I'm one is lighter. I'm correct about something. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and also over at Mayor Studies, uh, we really love all you guys who are jumping in and being a part of the conversation. So please continue to do so. It's always fun. We love hearing from you. I'm a guy who likes a lot of feedback. So tell me the good, the bad, the ugly. All that stuff. I like to hear from you. So, But, like, don't tell me about my voice. So as long as it's not about Jill's squeaky voice, we're good. So if it's a good uh, good feedback, give it to Jill. No, if I it's can bad take, feedback, send it my no, way. No, I can take constructive criticism. I've got plenty on Apartment 4D. Especially oh, wow. if we'd say something inaccurate. Which, honestly, oh. if you turn it, tune into a podcast, they should say things that are accurate. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's just the voice thing I feel sensitive about. I'm working on it. Yeah. Thanks you sound listening. incredible. We'll, sound amazing. We'll see. We'll, hear, we'll listen to the playback. All right. That's all I've got. Thank you guys so much for sticking around for episode two. Yay. Turn in next. High turn five in. again. Oh, yeah. They said they could hear it. Yes, they could. <laughs> I, tune <That> in. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh, I was so hyped up. I'm You're sorry. Excited. I have I have this thing. Where we can't end the podcast. No, I have this thing. It's a going thing where I don't know the strength of my own hands. I can attest to that. Like, I break things in my hands all the time. Do you ever, have you ever broken, like, a clothes, hang, clothes hanger in your hand? Just why like, would I do that? I don't know why I did it. Or, or, like, plastic spoons. Well, yeah, I think everyone's broken them. Yeah, it's just, like, stuff just gets crushed. I broke a drumstick once. Not, like where you would break it normally we're hitting yeah. it i broke it inside my hand why are you trying to show off how strong you are i no, i'm not saying down? that like i'm saying i have a total lack of self-awareness of how you hate when you're not self-aware i know <laughs> yeah my hands just go too hard okay you want to try it again let's do a softer one okay bye guys have a good week thank you see you later <laughs> bye